I need to come up with something fun to open this with. But, yeah, I got this. Hold up. Nah, I got nothing, actually. <laughs> Fuck. I, like, fucking don't do anything fun anymore. You're right. Like, yeah, I haven't done anything fun all week. I mean, like, my parents are gone. I got the house to myself, so I'm not going to hear ambient footsteps, which is fucking exciting. Dude, that's literally the reason I'm so excited to record this week. Because I'm like, oh, we got to do a bunch of recording this week, but, like, no one's going to walk upstairs. No one's going to, like, walk upstairs, drop something in the fucking kitchen, break things. I was like, can we record in another room? And then I was like, actually, it's a bad idea. This is probably the best sounding room in the house. My house is spacious because we're rich. We live in a mansion. <laughs> no, there's just nothing on the walls. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff down here. Even just, like, on things. Yeah, dude. Not necessarily the walls, but... Um... Did I do anything interesting? No. Yeah, you're right. No, no, we literally have done every... We've done everything exciting we've done this week together, which has been play more Destiny. Yeah, so, right. it's... Well, well, besides that, we're not going to talk about Destiny today. Really. <laughs> Tried to. But um, today we're going to finish talking about Call of Duty Zombies. Oh, by the way, we're Navitales. Yes, we are Navitales. We are professional podcasters who begin podcasts professionally. Yes. By rambling about what we didn't do this week and starting what we're the topic before we even say what we are or our names. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And uh, yeah, we... Are professional. Are professionals. Yeah. The, the most professional. You will not find more professional podcasters. My favorite murder? Not as professional as we are. Yeah. Cracked podcast? Not as professional. Not as professional. P. Rose. That's what we are. I don't even have a pop filter on my fucking mic. That's how professional we are. Uh, I forgot to buy it again this week. I know. <laughs> I'll order it off Amazon or just forget to order it off Amazon like I have been doing. I'll probably be the latter. Yep. Ah, reliable. It's my middle name. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about zombies, speaking of my reliability. I did it, Nick. I did it. I, I wrote more. Yeah, Josh. Actually, I wrote, I feel like I wrote so fucking much. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you right now, Nick. Yeah, what up? The first portion of this, mm -hmm. incredibly drunk writing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, Hemingway and his most famous quote that, isn't is attributed to him, but I doubt was actually him, which was right drunk, edit sober. Yeah, this isn't edited. This was just written drunk. So, I think it's fine. Well, we're gonna find. I've looked over it and I'm like, solid work, drunk Josh. Solid work. So yeah, I was I was pretty drunk writing this, but. Let's uh, dive into this fun, huh? Yeah, more zombies. All right. Unsurprisingly, when we left off last time, anyway, let me begin with that. When we left yeah. off last time, we had Ultimus shoot a bunch of missiles at the Earth, blowing up the atmosphere because Maxis told them to do that. Yes. So that that is where we left off. Unsurprisingly, the Earth didn't fare too well after getting missiles fired at it from space. Civilization collapses and zombies are everywhere. Maxis realized he fucked up his calculations. But still, he is a smart German scientist, and he had a plan B, which started with him interacting with the survivors on Earth. Then he would get to get them to activate global polarization devices to overpower Richtofen and heal the Earth. But that was just a ruse, and he told the, told the people he interacted with. That he told the people he interacted with. He actually wanted to take the energy for himself, 
save his daughter, and blow up the earth in the process. Because he's an evil Nazi. Evil. Also, this this starts kind of like the stuff that I don't care about in zombies, which is like basically just a zombie survival game. Like, oh, it's the apocalypse with zombies. Yeah. I liked it before because there were zombies that like overriding these, like overrunning these facilities that no one knew about. <laughs> it was like all secret and covert. That's kind of why I liked it. But Rick Tofen in the meantime wanted to activate the same device, but because it would give him more uh but because it would give him more power and the ability to mend the rift, which would sever Agartha from the earth and damn Samantha. Damn. <laughs> Damnation. Damnation. One <laughs> da- Damnation. Damnation. So yeah, they the two German scientists are still at it again with their wacky hijinks, manipulating people into doing what they want. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Those wacky scientists. Those wacky Nazis. Yeah. Welcome oh back my, to... Oh my God! I have an idea for a parody. What's it's up? called You Wacky Nazis. It'll be a cartoon. And, and I'll do it like... Have like Hitler in... in no, actually, that's super offensive. Never mind, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, he was in uh, Dragon Ball Z at one point. Or Dragon... He wasn't. Ball? No, Z. It was Z. Was he called Hitler in that? I don't think. I don't think they actually referred to him as a like name. that whole group. The Red Ribbon Corporation is all Nazis. No, no, no. There was a thing where, like, I think it was a movie where a bunch of villains came back from hell, and like Hitler came out. Oh yeah, that was um, that was in GT. Was it GT? Yeah. Was Hitler one of them? It's <laughs> fucking yeah. funny. Uh, he might have had something to do with Red Ribbon Corporation and Dragon Ball, because Red Ribbon Corporation was super inspired by the Nazis. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, their big leader in it was a blue, blue-eyed, blue blonde-haired, strong man. So, like, he was super Aryan. Well, that that was, like, the joke they made. They, like, saw, like, like one, one of them, and it was, like, blue eyes and blonde hair. Yeah. He was, like, super Saiyan. He was just, like... Made, like, a joke about that. Oh, did he? I can't believe that. I got, I'm gonna have to look I don't that know. up. That might have been, like, uh... Like one of those, it was only like released in certain countries and then like pulled type of things. But I remember it. I remember watching it. No, I, well, I'm I believe you. That sounds like something Dragon Ball would do. It, you know how like if you type something questionable in YouTube chat, like if I type porn into YouTube chat, it won't autofill anymore. No, no, no. So that's a thing because I look for porn a lot on YouTube. Right. Well, it just did that with Hitler. Like, I typed in Hitler, and it wouldn't autofill anything else. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, now i got to type everything out, because I don't want you to search, like, offensive things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I found them. All right, I'll watch that later. <laughs> I, got that, I got that bookmarked. <laughs> so, anyway, back to our podcast about Nazis. Actually, that feels relevant. That feels like a relevant tangent. Yeah, that was relevant, damn it. Because we were talking about Nazis. So, this is where we end, it, we end up... Uh, with our next unlikely crew, Marlton, Abigail... Oh, my God, that's supposed to say Russman. <laughs> Keep it Russian. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to say Russman, but he put Russian. And, Russman. And uh, uh, Stun Hitler. Stulinger. Stulinger. Oh, there's no in there, yeah. Stulinger. Uh, this group is called Victus. Uh, they meet somewhere in town where Maxis reaches out to them about helping with his plan. Meanwhile, Richthofen gets uh, in contact with Stuhlinger. The reason he reached out to him was because Stuhlinger had previously eaten zombie flesh 
Because he was in a cult that ate zombies. Yeah, it was called The Flesh. They literally, like, if you go around certain places, there's a, a TV in the second map of this game. Not Transit, Die Rise. There's a TV that can cycle through, like, what's going on in the world right now. Um, in this fucked up, damned world. And uh, one of the things is, like, an infomercial for joining The Flesh. Which is like literally a group that was like, they, we need to, they consume us, we must consume them. There you go. So, so they literally eat zombie flesh. Which like, I feel like, could actually happen. I feel like every time you, you get a zombie apocalypse story, there's always some form of like, eating weird things. Like, usually, I feel like usually it's cannibalism, but like, I feel like I've also- Ever seen a couple, Bucket Eli? A couple times where they just eat zombies. No. Oh, man. There's a scene in Book of... So it's post-apocalyptic, but not because of zombies. There's a scene where, like, they're trying to... Uh, the, the main character, Eli, is trying to buy something. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, hold out your hands. And he holds out his hands, and he's like, okay, you're good. And you find out later it's because cannibals get brain rot, because it's actually a thing. You'll get holes in your brain. Because you, there's a uh, enzyme in human flesh that doesn't match with us, or a chromosome, or some bullshit. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. And, like, if you do it, like, one... of one of the effects of getting those holes in your brains is your hands will shake. You'll get mm. the you get the palsy. Yeah. So you um yeah they they have Eli hold out his hands before he makes a deal with someone or goes into a village. I get it's been years since I've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. But I've, oh, that scene's always stuck with me. Is like that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's that cool. would happen. That's cool. Because you get the shakes. So yeah. So uh, he was part of this cult who ate zombie flesh, and because he did this, he this kind of drove him a little bit crazy. And it, it allowed him to talk to Richtofen. It, it allowed Richtofen to talk to him because he had a little bit of Richtofen inside of him, as we all do. Yes. We and all have a crazy German scientist inside all of us. Yes. Um, <laughs> next, they go to Shanghai, where Richtofen keeps them in a constant loop to keep them alive until they complete the device. It actually is like the first time Respawn is explained in Zombies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, it gets explained more later. Uh, from there, they go to Southern Angola, where the actual rift is, and they find a western town. I don't know why. So, again, I was really drunk while writing this. I don't know why is in all caps, and I actually typed it out. Yeah. So, because, like, it still doesn't make any sense that they find a western town. Other than, like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if we put cowboys and zombies together? It's pretty much it. It's, probably, it's pretty much one of those, hey, we want this western map. It's cool, don't but we get me need to, wrong. But we need to put it into the lore at the same time. Yeah, it, it's cool, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really dig it. Like, it's a fun, fun map, and I put a lot of time into that map. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, from here, we end up with our first timeline split. Who you sided with in the game. This leaves us with either Maxis succeeding or Richtofen. So, Nick, tell us a little bit about Maxis succeeding. So, if Maxis succeeds... Uh, then he opens the portal to reunite with his daughter and damn the earth while putting Richtofen in the body of an infinitely spawning zombie with blue eyes as opposed to red. Actually, I think it was yellow. I think Maxis's zombies were yellow. Anyway, that's just a minor thing. Uh, if Richtofen succeeds, then he can take over Stuliger's body at will after gaining control of the Aether and kills Maxis's soul. Which makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, however, to continue this story, the game implies you followed Maxis's ending. Uh, he saves Samantha's soul, but Samantha realizes something. She realizes that all these people were corrupted by something called the Dark Aether that opened for the first time in 1918. So she goes to an alternate timeline to save them. Because why not? <laughs> right. 
So, in the timeline, Group 935 got hired during World War I to make weapons. In this timeline, Maxis and his partner Rick Tofen discover 115 in an ancient burial site on a battlefield in France. They use it as a generator to power things and find out it creates energy fields. These energy fields begin to materialize advanced technology, which leads them to believe that it creates portals in space-time. These portals make things like the mystery box appear. They also use these generators to power three giant German mech robots. I'm just going to say that like, I love when game developers like explain like just game things, like the mystery box. There's actually like... And like respawning. There's a character who explains why everything happens in the game. Like, all the game mechanics are explained by a character later. That's great. And I actually didn't write any of it down, because I wanted to say it. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick! All right. <laughs> but no, I just really, like, I just appreciate a game so much more when they, like, go out of their way to, like, do that. It's one of the things I really liked about Destiny. Like, yeah. Because, and uh, Bloodborne. Oh, and Bloodborne and everything. And Dark Souls, even, for that matter. Yeah. Like, the, you, like, the respawn mechanic is explained. Like, all these different mechanics and functionalities are lore friendly which is always really really nice to see in a game i uh think that it's it's probably some of the better writing i've seen in video games really tackle that uh and however the the you have things like borderlands or borderlands 2 at least where you are respawned by a hyperion device that talks to you mm-hmm. and it makes it sound lore friendly although why would Hyperion not just shut it off? Because Hyperion is the bad guys in the game. So you couldn't respawn. So they failed in no. their attempt to make it lore friendly. Yep. So and, and like that's one of the one of the head writers for the game says he regrets one of the only things he regrets about Borderlands 2 is making those fucking things talk. Because if they didn't make them talk, he doesn't think anyone would have questioned it. That's true. Because I don't think I would have either. Yeah, probably. Because about nine times out of ten when I'm playing a video game, I'm not like, oh cool, like respawn mechanic like they, they're explaining a respawn mechanic like normally i'm just like oh i respawn whatever like i don't i don't like try to come up with lore reasons why when i play call of duty online i die and come back you know what i yeah. mean i think uh bioshock had a had one it bioshock was, explained they, it. they there was like devices they were like actually devices that they made in that city and then he could use it because he was andrew ryan's son yeah he had the dna not ryan it. um yeah ryan yeah. Not, not Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, we only did a podcast about this. Trash. I'm thinking, like, I keep getting Ryan and Fontaine mixed up in my head right now. He wasn't Fontaine's son. Fontaine was controlling him. That's right. We did a podcast on this. I'm still here. <laughs> um. Uh. So, yeah, we get giant German mechs. Yeah, we get giant German mech robots. So, Maxis starts to show signs of uh, psychosis, which concerns Richtofen. What this actually is, is Samantha talking to this dimensional version of Maxis. This dimension's version of Maxis. This is impeding their research until some soldiers are playing a gramophone and it opens up a secret chamber. Because why not? This chamber has writings that talk about an amplification rod and elemental stones. Not to be confused with infinity stones. These could harness different energies. <laughs> at all. Uh, the stones can harness different energies. Uh, however, through these writings, Maxis finds a way to recreate them. When he brought this idea to Richthofen, uh, Richthofen begins to question his sanity even more. Yeah, so, by the way, tangent right now. My dad watches a lot of um, monster makeup 
competition shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it was, but they were just doing one that was based on Marvel and it was basically create, you know, you know how the vision was made? Yeah. Create that for the other stones. That's dope. I, I, I was looking at it like that. Which one's the red stone? The aether. Um, I think that's uh, la, 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 power. I think that's power. But because like it was implanted in the forehead mm. and it looked like it was cracked out from there. And he had like tattoos all over his body from it. That's dope. Eyes were bright red. I was like, Yo, I'm gonna. I, I told dad, like, I was like, he watches it all on DVR. I was like, save that shit. I want to see what those all look like. Yeah, I do too. Because that's really, really cool. Anyway, that was that was my tangent for the moment. Um, So from there, soldiers start seeing figures emerge from the tomb at night and finding men dead in the morning. Uh, what these are are ancient Templar knights brought back with the power of 115. This is where we end up with the original survivors, Tank, Nikolai, and Takio, Coming to this part of Germany, uh, they were all sent from their respective countries to go find out what the fuck is going on in this battlefield. Um, meanwhile, Richtofen kills Maxis and removes his brain in an attempt to preserve his sanity. Um, yeah, that works. I mean, I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, these four reunite. This is uh, Primus. Uh, they... Team up to kill zombies and survive. While surviving, the three survivors that aren't Richtofen are contacted by Samantha trying to escape Argartha. Richtofen is too preoccupied putting Maxis's brain in a drone, which actually works. Yeah, because dude. You, 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 you just got a little machine gun under it and stuff, and it flies around the field, like, yelling things in German and shooting shit. It's fucking great, dude. That's fantastic. Um... The group opens a portal underneath the ruins, which frees Samantha and reunites her with the Maxis drone. Um, with another timeline's Maxis daughter, that is Maxis, that this Maxis thought was his uh, daughter. <laughs> and then Josh put, I know, God, I hope Nick has to read that. <laughs> I was timing this perfectly, so you'd have to read that. Because it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Because this this Maxis believes that Samantha's his daughter, although Samantha is his daughter from another timeline, but because Samantha's got control over the Aether and is in Agartha, she can make it so that Maxis believes that Samantha is his daughter. Although Maxis knows that Samantha isn't his daughter, Samantha's still his daughter. You know? You know? I love fucking paradoxes. They make me happy. Richtofen then goes to study this shit, specifically alternate timelines. This leads Richtofen to the Ancient Evil, or Apothecons. These guys control the zombies and the dimensional power of 115. Richtofen also takes an interest in a universe where children versions of himself and Samantha are. He also finds an ancient book called the Chronorium, which teaches him about the summoning key. At this point in the zombie storyline, we end up having it be Lovecrafty as shit. And I love it. Like... The the Cronorium is super based on the Necronomicon. The Apothecons look like fucking HP Lovecraft rejects. Even like the some of the levels have giant tentacle monsters in them. Like this shit gets Lovecrafty. And if anyone who listens to this podcast knows anything about me, I love Lovecraft shit. This is true. I do. I do ooh ooh ooh. Yeah, I remember when this came out and you were like, Nick! So much Lovecraft and zombies. I know, dude. I, I I remember buying it and jumping in a party. I was like, look at all the tentacles. Like, 
Honestly, I love it. I'm I'm such a huge fan of this shit and and the style of this. And so the summoning key is in another universe. In this universe, a bunch of survivors are being manipulated by someone named the Shadow Man into powering it up. Rick Dolphin waits until the survivors of this universe unlock the key and takes it. Apothecons blow the shit up after. Uh, that universe is really cool. It's called Morga City. It's the map that is default if you buy Black Ops 3. Really, really, really fun map. Highly recommend just playing that map, really. Like, there's the, the other maps are really cool, don't get me wrong, but I've probably put more time into that map than any of the others in 3. So now we get to hop timelines. Uh, Primus goes... Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, what up? So I put Primus and Ultimus because it matters. Mm -hmm. Primus, just to freshen up, Primus is the World War One versions of all these characters. Ultimus is the World War Two versions of all these characters. Yes. So well, now we get like paradoxes and shit. So I put Primus and Ultimus. I wanted to just clarify that up front. That that's a thing because it actually matters weirdly. <laughs> okay. So Primus goes to the timeline of Ultimus right after Richtofen locks Maxis, Samantha, and Fluffy, which is Samantha's dog in the teleporty. Laura friendly. Her the dog the the hellhound's names are Fluffy. I just thought I'd no, point that out. No, real it's quick. important. I love it. Then the Primus versions of the survivors outside of Primus Richtofen attempt to tell Ultimus Richtofen to awake the Ultimus versions of themselves. Instead, Richtofen turns on the teleporter, doing what he would have done anyway. And after it happens, out steps Primus Richtofen, who then kills the Ultimus versions of himself, just fucking everything up. Yeah. Yeah, it's. We are literally killing versions of ourselves from other universes. Honestly, it translates better in cutscene. Because there's cutscenes at this point. Because that's how good the story is. There's cutscenes at this point. And I remember seeing the cutscene for this. It was the trailer for the remake of The Rise. Mm -hmm. Which is called The Giant in Black Ops 3. I remember seeing the trailer for it and losing my fucking mind. Watching World War I Richtofen kill World War II Richtofen. <laughs> it was just unexpected. So, so uh, if you remember correctly, the facility is overrun uh, still, so they have to team up with, they have to team up and kill stuff. After doing that, they raise a beacon to let Maxis know what timeline they're in, and now they have to track down the other three survivors to fix what was put into motion by killing themselves again. By so, killing other versions of themselves. Yep. So they go uh, they go from there in a giant robot to Griffin's Castle, a castle used by Group 935, where they found a bunch of the Element 115. So when they get there, Ultimus Dempsey is already on a rocket to Griffin Station on the moon. This means that they have to get that rocket back. So Rick Tolfin pretends to be his Ultimus self and gets the rocket to come back, but Dr. Groff a group 935 scientist on the moon, believes he's an imposter. So Primus kills a keeper. Keepers are giant tentacle monsters that appear. Although they're not necessarily evil, they're just kind of in charge of keeping order in the multiverse. They don't do a very good job. <laughs> so they kill a keeper that 935 had in Griffin Station Castle. They'd captured it and corrupted it. Hard boss, pain in the ass. 
uh, which causes rockets to blow up the moon and releasing the failsafe that Groff put on the pod containing Ultimus Dempsey, allowing Primus Dempsey to kill him. And then Rick Tofen reveals his plan to have the summoning key absorb their souls. So he's trying to capture the souls of all these people. Yes. That only the only way they can be released is if they kill themselves. I don't know why. Because. Because. Because the the Cronorium said so. Yeah. They wanted they wanted to make it so you kill yourself. I just think it makes it more interesting. Probably. Instead of like they just need to die, it's like they need to die by their own hand. Yeah, in like a symbolic kind of way. Yeah. And I, I mean I didn't really talk about it much, but the before they kill themselves, the characters talk to themselves. So like Ultimus and Primus will talk to themselves. In this case, Ultimus or Primus tank talked to a sleeping Ultimus tank because he was in stasis, but and then killed himself. Actually I don't even think they have to. I think they all choose to kill themselves. No, let me do it. But um yeah they uh it's weird. It's weird. Some weird f- fetish. I think it is. <laughs> I think this is like an interdimensional fetish. It might be. Yeah, no, I think this is like a I think this gets the rocks off. So then they go to another Ultimus timeline and end up on a Japanese ship. So uh, a bunch of stuff happens and the ship crash lands on an island that is run by a Japanese group called Division 9. So the uh, the island is also fucked up by Element 115 and full of crazy animals and plants. They find a giant swamp monster here, which they defeat, and then it is revealed to be Ultimus Takio. Got super experimented on. Super, super. And became Swamp Thing. Became the Swamp Thing. I fight for the green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Ultimus Takio and Primus Takio have a little chit-chat, and they come to the conclusion that they were betrayed by their emperor. So Ultimus Takio convicts Sempuku to, uh, to preserve his honor, and the soul is absorbed into the summoning key. Yeah, so much I... for his honor. Oh, Sempuku... I mean, he's still got honor. Yeah, he just stole one to the summoning key. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. He, he, his honor is preserved. Sapuku does that. Next, they go to Stalingrad in another Ultimus timeline. By the way, I think you need to realize they're not staying in one timeline. Yeah. They're hopping all over the fucking place. So, like, that's why shit goes bananas. Like, as, it, as they go through it, it's more and more crazy. So, anyway. They go to Stalingrad in another Ultimus timeline where they find Ultimus Nikolai and a giant robot fighting Nazi-engineered dragons. Which is just fantastic. God, I love that sentence. And then Nikolai tries to kill them. Kill them. The, the Ultimus Nikolai. So, through some events that borderline matter, they meet up with Ultimus Nikolai and form a truce, but not before being contacted by a voice saying that it has seen their misdeeds. They kill a dragon, uh, and then Yuna, Ultimus Nikolai... Tries to kill them, but in the end, Primus Nikolai kills Ultimus Nikolai, absorbing the final soul they need. And there's a heartfelt moment before Primus Nikolai kills Ultimus Nikolai, which is about why... It, it, it's a running joke throughout the series that Nikolai's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Major alcoholic. Like, always talking about vodka! <laughs> so the vodka! Yeah, so uh, they talk actually real quick about, like, why they drink. And it's to forget... Their, like, their wife that was killed, I think, during the Bolshevik Revolution. 
So like they, it's literally just to forget the the fact that their wife is dead. Some so deep th- shit. He stays drunk, and like there there comes a point in like the old timeline where like they start the super soldiers start remembering, and then it it basically comes to the conclusion that Richto that not Richto Nikolai doesn't remember not because he doesn't remember but because he chooses not to. Mm-hmm. He'd rather have no memory of all that. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, it's it's real depressing. Real, real sad. <laughs> then Richtofen teleports the others away, and a voice contacts the three about telling them that they will be at the house soon, which, which is the voice, the voice's domain. The house is the voice's domain. Uh, the voice tell then tells them not to trust Richtofen, and that these are perfect versions of them to close off the dimension, and then reveals his name to be. Dr. Monty, who is basically a god who has been running the show the entire time. I, I... Do- Dr. Montgomery Montgomery. Yeah, god is the wrong term. He's in charge of the entire multiverse. Like, it is his. He created the multiverse. So he functions as a god, but god I don't think is the right term. This is the character that explains how he has been helping them this entire time with things like putting the chalk drawings on the wall that allow guns to come out. Like, that's lore-friendly, that there's chalk drawings. See, that's dope. You pull a gun off the wall because the person in charge of the multiverse is like, I gave you this. Yeah. You can use this. The mystery box was his. They explain why the perk machines exist. He put the idea for the perk machines in Richtofen's head. It was him who planted that seed. So that the perk machines... Would be created so that these guys would use the perk machines. He inceptioned him. Yeah, he was like super in charge of all the gameplay elements of this. The reason Richtofen was collecting the souls was so that he could bring them to Maxis, who now has a body and is in the dimension known as the house. Here, Maxis, Maxis would turn the souls into perfectly happy children versions of all the characters. However, Maxis has no soul because... His brain was the only thing that survived initially. This allows him to easily be taken over by the Shadow Man. I looked at that real quick, thought it said Slender Man. I was going to be like, wow, Josh, why'd you write that? But nope, nope, I wrote it right. High five. Ah, I love when that sound picks up on Mike. Mm. So Primus all teleports to the house and destroys the teleporter they came in so they could be happy forever. The end. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Spoilers, it's not. But the Shadow Man manipulates Maxis into releasing him from the summoning stone uh from the summoning stone into the dimension known as the house. Shadow Man then allows the Apothecons to enter into what what would have been what should have been the perfect universe. Fucking it all up. However, Primus destroys them and Maxis sacrifices himself for the cause. To save everything, Monty has to teleport Primus away because of reasons. They actually like Give shit reasons as to why they can't stay there. They're just like, all oh, the Apothecons will follow you. And they were like, no, but the Apothecons are dead. And Monty's like, ah, too bad. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyways. So he teleports them back to Crusades time so they can make the original elemental staffs, causing a time loop. So that is actually where we end for now in Zombies. But what I want to talk about real quick is how fucking cool that last map is. Please. So... What happens is when they, when the Shadow Man 
brings all the apothecons and it shatters the dimension known as the house. And paradoxes and folds in on itself. So what happens is you're going to many islands in space and each island you go to is made up of another zombie map. Like an old one. Yeah, like one that we've already done. So like where the Pack-A-Punch machine is, is the very first map. And then you'll like go through and you'll be like walking through Mob of the Dead, which is the map we didn't talk about because it's implied to be purgatory and really doesn't matter that much. <laughs> uh, it's a cool map and I, one of my favorites, but it really don't matter that much. Um, it's uh, you you go through like the, the western town even you go through part of it, but it's all actual parts of the map. So like, you're like, oh my God, I recognize this. I remember doing this. I remember walking here. And then you're like, suddenly you're in another fucking map. It's the coolest, coolest zombie map. And, and it was the last time I actually played split screen because I was playing with my brother. Because mm. growing up, my brother and I always played zombies together. We have been playing zombies together for fucking ever. I remember the first time we played zombies, it was just like him and I in a basement all day. With like our parents gone for whatever reason. We just played zombies all fucking day. And uh, yeah, it was so fun. But yeah, they... Uh, it's just a map made up of other maps in space with giant tentacle monsters flying around. God, I love zombies. <laughs> I really do, though. Like, as a as a franchise, as a thing, I love zombies. I think that it, that it's near perfect. There's only very few th issues I have with it, as it from a gameplay point of view, from anything. But I I, I love this stuff. Like, this has been my life for years it's like right up there with halo 3 for me yeah like i make a lot of jokes about halo 3 but halo 3 i played so much i warped the fucking disc on <laughs> i was in tournaments for halo 3 that was my fucking game that's awesome like i i was really good i used to I used to play big team slayer a lot in halo 3 mm -hmm. uh which was basically eight on eight and i would have over 50 percent of the kills for my team regularly I was really good at Halo, which is kind of, I think, why I like Destiny so much. I mean, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they this was right up there with, with Halo for me. We'd switch between Halo and Call of Duty Black Ops so that we could play zombies all day. Zombies. But, yeah, that's that's zombies. I still think you and I should get a little bit of split screen going at some point. No, I agree. I definitely want to. I think that. If we want to do that. I think it'd be a lot of fun considering I have fucking every map ever. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it'd be really cool, especially this last map. It'd be a lot of fun because I still remember how to like run through it. What what you don't get from lore is how technical all the maps are and how like activating things you need to know what you're doing, or else you're just never gonna activate it. Right? No, I def I rem uh, I remember that about the maps. You need to get carried through these maps usually the first couple times, but then once you get it, you get it, yep. which is really really fun. I yeah I I love zombies. <laughs> I really do, but yeah that was. The weird fucked up lore for zombies. Yeah. And like it doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't make any sense in like the most beautiful way. It really does. It's just like all this ridiculous shit going on to like tie these maps in a zombie shooter game together, <laughs> but it like it works. And, and and there's no reason they have to do that. No, there's absolutely I mean, I they believe... literally could have just been like You're on a you're on a place, shoot some zombies at the end. Yeah, and which is what the uh, Infinity Ward zombies did up until recently. 
the most recent what's it was it advanced warfare is that the new call of duty i think so uh the one infinite, yeah infinite warfare i don't care they um we're doing warfare again they have like a, a zombies through the decades that they're doing yeah with, with like david hasselhoff showing up and kevin smith showing up which is cool don't get me wrong but i have no desire to play it because it isn't the story yeah it's this is all done by the treyarch team and that one wasn't done by treyarch so like it's cool and like looks like it was very inspired by the zombies the zombies look very similar but they even have the iconic glowing eyes and the same sounds so i'm sure teams work together on that yeah yeah, yeah. but i it's not this it's not gonna follow this story if I watch a trailer for it and a crazy German scientist shows up, I'll go, ah, fucking fine. I'm thinking, because they're coming out with another Call of Duty soon, aren't they? Yeah, they're, I forget what it's called. They're going to have a zombie mode on that. Uh, no, it's the new World War II one. Yeah, that's what it is. They're going to have a zombie mode in that, and it was narrated by a German scientist, but it wasn't the same voice actor as Rick Dolphin, mm. whose voice actor has carried over from game to game to game to game. Uh, and, and so I don't think it's going to have anything to do with that, but Nazi-engineered zombies again, which is cool, but unless it has something to do with this storyline that I got super invested in, I doubt I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. But, I, don't, I don't know why they wouldn't I just I, keep going with it. I mean, the story's kind of done. I guess, but I think, but yeah, I guess at this point they'd just be like, you, we need zombies in this game. Yeah, now they're just kind of like finding a way to put zombies in. Yeah. But yeah, this kid. This is one of the few storylines that like has a wrap up that I actually really, really like. Like they they show a cutscene of them getting sent back in time, and it's like a tapestry of them all in Templar things, holding the staves above their heads. But you can see that it's all four characters. Mm -hmm. It's really, really cool, and it, it just creates a time paradox. And I love times and dimensions and shit. Just like really my jam. I, I, it 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 encompasses everything I like outside of zombies. If it didn't have zombies, it'd be perfect. <laughs> and the zombies aren't even major. I love it. I love it. God, I hate zombies. I know. We talked about it. I know. Everybody knows. But anyway, that's the uh, zombie storyline for fucking all the games that Treyarch made that have zombies in it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we tackled that bitch. So, Nick. Yeah. I know this is a stupid question. Uh huh. What have you been playing? Destiny 2. Cool. Dope. <laughs> Till next time. Oh no. No, I'm just kidding. What have you been doing in Destiny 2? Um What what is what is your goal currently in that game? Well, I think last time when we were talking about it, I hadn't beaten the game yet. I beat so I've beaten the game since then. And right now I'm just kinda grinding up my power level for the raid, which is out. At the time of this recording. We just haven't done it yet. We just haven't done it yet. Like, it came out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to get my light, uh, my power level up. No, I'm still going to call it light level. No, Fuck you, Destiny. Don't change terms on us like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get my power level up. I'm, like, 277 right now. It's just annoying because grinding walls after 265. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 269, and I'm having the same problem. However, Destiny 2 wasn't the only game I played this week. It wasn't. Josh, what else did you play this week? I played Injustice 2. Yes. Shocking, I know. But the new character came out. Black Manta, the first character out of Character Pack 2, was released on Tuesday. And 
Man, oh man, do I hate what Black Manta looks like. I will never get over how fucking stupid Black Manta looks. Now, he like matches my playstyle. Like he he's like a, a light character that like doesn't do a lot of damage, which it's like Red Hood. It matches my playstyle. Um, the only like I'm good with Bane, who's like a heavy character that does do a lot of damage, which is what I'm hoping Hellboy plays like. But um, he's his combos are just really fun. But Black Manta's not bad. I just like can't get over how fucking stupid he looks. <laughs> I really can't. Like I, it's outrageous. And I've seen like some of his legendary skit, like legendary his epic helmet pieces and stuff. I'm just like wow, still looks like shit. Yeah, no, that ain't gonna work. So uh, while I'm not bad with Black Manta, I don't think I'm ever gonna play him. I wanna add something to what I've been playing. So I actually played Pokemon Go this week. I didn't know you went outside. Fucked I up. did. I know. Um, but I went Raikou hunting, and uh, we actually went to the park, and there was three raids going there for Raikou. No shit. And I was like, holy shit, this is lucky. So like, I got two of the three. Um, That's fucking nuts. Yeah. But the thing I wanted to complain about was um, I hatched a 10 egg the other day. So yeah. there's uh, three types of eggs. There's a two egg, a five egg, and a ten egg. And what I mean by that is uh, you have to walk two kilometers, five kilometers, or ten kilometers to hatch them. So the ten eggs I, like, never get. Like, I see I see pictures online of people, their entire egg inventory is just ten eggs. And, like, I barely get any. So the last one that I got was it hatched into a Skarmory. And then this one I got passes to a Skarmory. And that's what I want to complain about. Why the hell is Skarmory in a 10 egg? It is, it doesn't evolve ever. Like in future generations, like uh, there's stuff that like ha- doesn't evolve yet, but it will evolve later. So I'm like stocking up candies for it so that way when that generation ever comes, if it ever comes, I don't know. I'll be prepared either way. Skarmory never evolves. It's not really good for defending gyms. And it's not really good for raids. Is it like... Because Skarmory is a, a Victory Road mod. No. Like you, oh, yeah, it is. You generally find him on Victory Road. Him. You generally find it on, on Victory Road. So, like, is it because of that? Are there other I'm gonna, I'm Victory gonna, Road mods? I'm going to read you the 10 egg... The yeah, current please. 10 egg list. Chansey, Lapras, Porygon, Aerodactyl, Snorlax, Dratini, Mareep, Sudowoodo, Skarmory, Miltake, and Larvitar. A lot of those don't evolve. They don't, but they're rare. Yeah, no. So, like, Chansey, like, the ones that don't make sense are Sudowoodo and Skarmory. I agree. Because I find both of those all the time. Huh. That's And neither of them evolve, and they're not that great to use. But, like, Porygons are rare, and at least they evolve. Chanseys are rare, and they evolve. How do you get 10 eggs? The random drops from, from stops. That's awful. But, like, I never get... 10 eggs from stops and every time I fucking get one it's this fucking Skarmory and I don't understand why they're in there like yeah they shouldn't be in the 10 eggs like I get Dratinis I get Larvitars like cause they become like the pseudo legends of their gens Miltank Miltank Mareep Norlax Mareep's pretty rare even though Mareep's found at the beginning of Gold and Silver Mareep's pretty rare in this game well and Mareep also makes uh what's it called Ampharos yeah which is a great Pokemon yeah so yeah, I was really pissed off at yeah, that. Yeah, dude, I'm sure you were triggered. Yeah. Were you with Brandy when it happened? No, I was by myself. Oh, I was going to say, I have to text Brandy and see how pissed you were. 
No, no. no I was pretty pissed. I texted Andrew. Oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how? Okay, I want to do a shout out to to our friend Andrew real quick. Yep. So, so oh. Andrew, I, we, Nick and I have known Andrew for a while. Andrew, uh, Nick, significantly longer than I have, although I've known Andrew probably since high school. So it's actually, I think Andrew's the reason we met. I think we met because we hang out at we hung out at Andrews. Probably. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our friend Andrew. Now, Andrew, notoriously, will buy games that we're all playing and never play them. Like return them in a week, whatever. So I had said he he said he bought Destiny two. Now he also bought Destiny one and never fucking played it with us or I used Kayla's. He, yeah, he didn't. His but um, yeah he he never played Destiny with us. So he picks up Destiny two, hops into our party. Yo, I got Destiny two, and I'm like Andrew, I bet you you won't play this for more than an hour. And he has been on every fucking day playing Destiny two. Yeah, I have he- played. More video games in the last week with Andrew than ever before. Yep, he beat the game. I know, dude, and he's like still playing. Yep. So like, I I have to give a shout out to Andrew real quick because like, this is the first time you've caught me off guard with this shit. And I <laughs> love it. I love the fact that I get to play Destiny with him. I really do. It's a blast. So I I just wanted to give a quick shout out to our friend who who exceeded my expectations. <laughs> So with that, we're we're Navi Tales. Yes. Uh, again, I'm Josh. I'm Nick. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. DM us, tweet at us, send us pictures of yourselves. I don't give a shit what you do. But at the end of the day, we just want to hear from you. Yeah. So reach us on those platforms. And uh, until next time, we'll uh, see you later. Yeah, bye. Love you. Uh, in the meantime, Rick Toffin wanted to activate the... Hey. What up? I read that. Dude, I'm two for two. <laughs> <laughs> it was just why I left my cursor. Oh, yeah, you gotta go down one more. Oh, my fucking God. Professionals. 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 <laughs> Is what it is. I ate leftover pizza for lunch. Good. With a lot of garlic sauce on it. Good. So uh, I'm going to... Much heartburn. I'm going to be burpy. Much heartburn. Can't wait to edit out all the burps. (laughs) (laughs) And then just make a giant compilation at the end. (laughs) The worst part is I think you're gonna. (laughs) Uh, Some stuff happens and the ship crashes and lands... Oh, not on a planet, on an island. Wow, I was fucked up. <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take his drink. Hey, well, Josh fixed his mistake. God, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're good now. The assault. Uh, Did you just call it an island? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. Fuck. (laughs) That literally made him cry. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Sorry. Go on. Are you composed? (laughs)
You can compose yourself. I'll just, I'll wait. Is London <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> had enough? Yeah, that was a sound. <laughs> Holy shit! I need to blow my nose. I laughed so fucking hard, my nose is stuffed. Good. Do you think my beer's defrosted? It isn't. You can see it. It's not. I just want more beer. <laughs> what? You look distraught. I don't have beer. That's no, just gonna be okay. <laughs>